Christmas has come and gone and NBL fans have scored a couple of big upsets. Some joy for a team that wasn't necessarily guaranteed to be on the nice list. And like dessert after Christmas dinner, just when you thought you couldn't possibly need anything else, there's even more hoops to come tonight. Let's jump in on NBL Man. It's Boxing Day, December 26. Hope your celebration yesterday was an enjoyable one. Hopefully around the country where you were, it was a dry one. If you were lucky enough for that, Joel Peterson and Damon Lowry with you. G'day, Damon. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> nice. Feliz Navidad, mi amigo. Really mixing my cultures there with a g'day and a Feliz Navidad, but you know, that that's just what we're here for. Um, Now, you're a happy man. I know you're a happy man. Uh, I can see that you're uh, replete with uh, the gear of a certain team. We've opened the last two Tuesday shows, Damon, with a weekend winner. So, uh, uh, you know, who, who you thought really took the chocolates away from the weekend of hoops. The Illawarra Hawks were the team the first time. The Illawarra Hawks were the team the second time. Uh, are we going for the hat trick? The Boxing Day test starts today. Is it the Hawks who have uh, completed the hat trick? Uh, I don't see how it can be. A three-peat. <laughs> a weekend winner three-peat with the loss thrown in just to make it extra spicy. But just when you thought, Joel, Christmas couldn't have got any better. My oldest daughter flies in from Tampa, Florida. My youngest daughter's in the house from Sydney. And here we are all together as a family. The ham was perfect. The roast potatoes was perfect. The sweets was off the charts. And then we tuck into the 7.30 game and watch the Illawarra Hawks go down the freeway into the cauldron, into the kingdom, get down by 18, and all they could think about probably was, man, Paul Smith, now we're getting a spanking in front of the entire nation. But no, they rallied. They rallied behind Gary Clark. They rallied behind Lachlan Ulrich. My God. It came away with the biggest win of Justin Tatum's career. Sensational. It was the game we were waiting for from a few of them, particularly Lockie Ulbrich. Tyler Harvey made a few big shots. Justin Robinson made a big shot. Uh, Gary Clark with that big offensive rebound late in the game. What do you think it said about the way that they've improved through the course of the season? The resilience that this team is now playing with, whereas the previous pre-Tatum regime had no resilience. This team now has just gotten embarrassed on their home court by the Tasmania Jack Jumpers. Not 48 hours earlier, they got to come and play with the Kings, who it don't matter what your record is when we play the Kings, but to get down and not, you know, pack it up, to get down and not quit, to keep showing fight, and kudos to Lockie Oldbrook, nine points, 10 rebounds, and like 19 minutes of action. H.J., the Korean sniper Lee, he comes on, he's going whackety, whack, whack, it just collectively, defensively got the job done. Um, best win ever. Left a big, fat hunk of color in Paul Smith's Christmas stocking. You got to wait a whole year to get payback. It's just been fantastic. Yeah, first win since April 2022 for the Hawks over the Kings. What did you make of the Kings' performance? We, we saw them play so well against Tassie a couple of weeks ago. Then they give up 109 to New Zealand, and then they give up 100 to the Hawks. Um, it sort of seems like once they had that really good performance when they needed it, they've gone back to their old ways. JP, the Kings got problems. Don't be fooled by their position on the ladder. And Derek Rucker touched on it. They're playing way too many guys. They're subbing way too many guys. We got to get expansion teams happening 
ASAP to stop this from happening. Coach Mahmoud Abdul-Fatah does not know who to play, when to play. Ten guys, all talented. This Their bench is a starter five in the NBL. No question about it. But just because you got a deep bench, does that mean you got to play everybody? You got to stick with some things. And defensively, outside of Jalen Galloway, outside of some rim protection by Jonah Bolden and Jordy Hunter, they don't have any, uh, sorry, Sean Bruce. The defenders are shaky. Now, Angus Glover, who is arguably in their top three defenders, he doesn't get to play that much, which is kind of odd to me. But again, they got some problems. They leak points like, like I ain't never seen. So they got some issues going forward. Yeah, some stuff to work on for the Kings. Uh, you touched on Derek Rucker there. Just a word on his suit uh, in the broadcast last night. That uh, beautiful maroon emblazoned number that Derek Rucker was going with. That was uh, that was a Christmas present if anyone needed it. So uh, a big win for the Hawks over the Kings. We'll come back to the other Christmas Day game in a second. Uh, let's go back to Saturday night, Dave, because we might have seen the game of the season. This is the first show we've had since then. We haven't had a great chance to talk about it in detail. But Melbourne United and Perth, open air fireworks it was a spectacle that you could only dream of and the game delivered on that on that promise Melbourne by six it went into overtime Gary uh, Ian Clark took over um what do you think that was the best game we've seen so far this season good grief what a game I mean to call that game epic would be doing a disservice to the word epic it had absolutely everything. It was Apollo Creed and Rocky one. It was George Foreman and Muhammad Ali. It was the it was a Super Bowl mixed in with the USA, Canada, ice hockey, gold medal match. It had everything. All the big stars showed up to play. We got Chris Goldie knocking down daggers. We got Bryce Cotton, the most scintillating game I've seen Bryce Cotton play since his 45-point grand final, that performance. He is un, he's outrageously good. Outrageous what he's doing right now. That game had everything. Back-to-back overtime performances by those two teams. You know what, Chris? Open hair game, nobody else can play. It's got to be Melbourne, United, and Perth every single year until, until that, that standard drops off. It's too good. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't mind just Melbourne and Perth playing every week the way they're going at the moment. The last two games have gone into overtime. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was absolutely extraordinary, that game on Saturday nights. And uh, Perth are making a charge, but Melbourne continue to be the pace setters in the competition. Uh, Tassie and South East Melbourne played in the early game yesterday, Damon. What did you make of, of that game? Nobody in their right mind had picked South East Melbourne Phoenix to win. No one, if anybody says they tipped the Phoenix, the Phoenix was bordering, bordering on an NBL one team. They go there and they lose sauce in the first half. Four fouls in the first half, but to his credit, he didn't foul out. Down goes Ruben Tarangi. <laughs> Down goes Frazier. Down goes Tarangi. You're like, oh my God, they don't have any body left. I'm looking over at Sam McKinnon thinking, are you wearing some Nikes? Because they're going to need you to go out there and fill in for a few minutes. And then they come back. I mean, it's as many jack jumpers. Like, nah. And you know I picked them to win the whole thing. But how much confidence do I have right now? They just kept grinding. That win, that upset win. Okay, another Boston analogy. <laughs> that was Buster Douglas knocking out Mike Tyson in Tokyo. 
That's what that was. Because the Phoenix had no business winning that game. Full credit to Mike Kelly. Gary, me amigo. Ah, me amigo. Gran Juego, me amigo Gary Brown. He was sensational. He needs to keep playing that way. Fantastic win in the Jazzy, the Tazzy Jack Jumpers. Let's see how you respond. Yeah, they're in an interesting spot, Tazzy, of course. Uh, they're in action again on New Year's Day, but yeah, a little bit of work to do for Scott Roth and his crew. Uh, we called the game on Christmas Eve, Damon. The Adelaide 36ers taking on the Brisbane Bullets. We're quite sure what to make of it heading in, but uh, great for the 36ers to get their first win under Scott Ninna City's second time around as coach. And a happy birthday, too. What a birthday present for Scotty Ninnis. It ain't enough that you're sharing your birthday with Jesus. You got to go out there at home game and, and stitch up the Brisbane Bullets for your first win. That was, that was awesome to see. Scotty was emotional about the whole thing. Scotty Ninnis is an Adelaide dude through and through. It is all about the club for him. And to see him lead that team to victory on that day with 9,000 lunatic 36 of fans in the crowd. Full full credit to him. DJ Vasilievich was a true sniper in his in, in true DJ fashion. Jacob Wiley was fantastic. Trey Kales made a beautiful cameo um, late down that stretch. So, yeah, I thought that win was coming. Even though they're still in the bottom of the ladder, all you teams going to Adelaide to play, you better come ready to go. Because there's going to be heaps of people there as well, and that doesn't make it easy. Uh, finally, we'll finish with tonight's game. So, Cairns and Perth up in far north Queensland. What are you expecting there? Ah, Cairns. What do we expect? Do I got any coins around here to flip? I, I don't know, man. I, can Perth reestablish the same intensity that they came to Melbourne with? Now, watching John really and, and Bryce Cotton at press conference, them dudes were seething. So they could be out to exact some revenge on Cairns, but this is the kind of game that if you was going to tip Cairns, it's this one. The one that they're not quite really supposed to win, they can't really afford to come out slipping. So I'm expecting a close kind of a game, but I'm going to lean towards Perth. It's going to be an interesting one tonight. So that's 7.30 Eastern Daylight Time. And of course, the action continues right through until New Year's Day. Damon, great to see you and enjoy your Boxing Day. Hey, Paul Smith, enjoy your Boston Day. 